The following is a presentation of Pod Media Works. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Totally Rad Movie Podcast, where we take a movie from the 80s or 90s that Larry probably hasn't seen, and we discuss it for your viewing pleasure. I am Scott. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And we have Nate. We have a third... A third one for us, because we're going to be talking about a very special movie that's near and dear to my heart, and as I just recently found out, uh, is near and dear to, to Nate's heart, so he decided to come on to talk about it, because uh, we, we're going to be talking about the 1990s hit movie from Warner Brothers, Gremlins 2, The New Batch. Yeah, so. thanks for having me on, guys. I'm glad to see that the uh, Totally Rad Movie podcast is still live. It's not dead And you yet. guys had a, another episode fairly frequently after your last one. Yeah. Yeah, we we missed it. We were a day or two late, but that's okay. We still, yeah. uh, we're still within our bi-weekly range. Not exactly. So let's go through it. So, so I, I brought it up. We're talking we're talking Gremlins, right? This, this movie, yeah. but not Gremlins 1, because that one is a good Christmas horror movie. We're talking about... The what I'll say is the absolute crazy train of a movie that is Gremlins Two is probably my favorite because it is just <laughs> it just comes out of left field with everything that happens in this movie. It's it's wacky, it's weird, tons of weird stuff. So Larry, I'm going to put you on the spot because I know for a fact you had not seen Gremlins Two. True. So as is tradition, since you haven't seen the movie or hadn't seen the movie, you uh, are now on the spot to tell us what is the story of Gremlins 2? Cliff Notes version, go. Uh, so I think it's important to say, I don't think I'd seen all of Gremlins 1 either, because uh, I, I watched Gremlins 1 before I watched Gremlins 2, and I didn't remember like the whole second half. So I guess I never finished Gremlins 1. Uh, so I watched that too, which is great. But Gremlins 2, definitely had never seen Gremlins 2, like any part of it. Um, wow. Uh, this is one of those that's a little bit hard to explain because it's just that crazy. Um, but anyhow, right? Uh, Gizmo's back. Uh, this time they're in New York, uh, like New York City, downtown Manhattan. Um, and the scientists get a hold of Gizmo, and they're in this really big, like, you know, World Trade Center type skyscraper, state of the art, uh, like oddly futuristic, uh, Which right, office building. Which houses the most weird assortment of yes everything things. It's, it's, everything. Like, it's like a mini city basically like yeah. it has everything yeah it, exactly it's it's crazy um so right they're in this they're in this office building and of course uh, Gizmo is there there's there's a whole laboratory scientists end up getting them wet um, and then oh yeah here comes all the bad guys um, well, actually right? so, hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I got to correct you. The scientist doesn't get him wet. It is a janitor yeah. fixing. Oh, that's a right. Water faucet. So, so, yeah, so that's that right. So, so you guys. All right. So this usually I don't do it this early, but I'm going to drop a random little t- trivia tidbit for you guys. It's okay. You're right. Yeah. Regarding the the janitor here, does anybody know who played the janitor? Hmm. I don't remember, but as soon as you tell me, I'll remember. You, it, you, it might not because he's yeah. only in that little thing. So like that is that, that is played by the the wonderful actor John Aston, right? Oh, yeah, 
yeah. Rudy, Sean Astin's uh, dad or adopted oh, nice. stepdad, right? Yeah, uh, is is Sean Astin. When you first see him and he comes through, Gizmo says Gomez mm. when he mm. sees him because that uh, John Astin is the man who played Gomez in the Adams family. That's right. Yeah. Like, if you didn't really know who that was or pick him out, like obviously not as, as Gomez, right? Uh, he is very hard to, to distinguish, but that is who played the janitor. That is an interesting bit of information that I was not aware of. Yeah. <laughs> no, I knew. I like. I, I remembered recognizing him, and yeah, he's totally, he's totally the guy from the Adams family. But anyway, he's the guy who gets him wet, right? He gets Gizmo wet because that's got to happen. Uh, so then all the, the the new batch of bad gremlins show up and basically just wreak havoc on uh, this building. Um, and uh, I don't know his name, Billy. Billy. The, yeah, right. The the main Billy, kid from the Billy, first one, Billy Peltzer. Billy Pelter, he's back. He's back, baby. Uh, of course, because he just you know happens to work in the building where Gizmo ends up. Uh, so he does find Gizmo, right? He keeps him safe, keeps him away from the the bad gremlins, and uh, basically this new batch just wreaks havoc on this building. And kind of the main plot point is all the humans are trying to keep them inside because they know if they get outside into you know downtown New York, they're just going to wreak havoc and it's going to be you know WWIII. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be right. It's gonna, it's gonna be a mess, and they're just gonna take over and kill a bunch of people. That's basically it, man. Like, right? It's it's just chaos. Yeah, Gremlins chaos, r- ridiculousness. Way more like like Scott said. Like the first one's a little more dark. Uh, this one is just like I feel like they're like we gotta do this again. Just make it ridiculous. Right. Just go at, oh, the over the top. I yeah. love how they I love how they hire Jim Henson again, and they're like, hey. I want you to make just a whole bunch of different gremlins. And right. he just yeah. went crazy. Yeah, because the first one's got, like, right, they, they, there isn't a whole lot of uniqueness to them. There's, yeah. there's the guy with the mohawk and stuff, but that was about it. Right. Um, they all kind of look the same. This one, they've they, they got different personalities. Uh, there's, there's a ton of them. Um, they have different clothes, which I thought was weird. Like, where did they get these gremlin-sized clothes so fast? Yeah, um, there, there are a few... There's a girl. Uh, sh- there's the girl one, right? Yeah. That, that you have, which only shows up because there's a a, a lab that does genetic testing, right? So they of have course. all these genetic abnormalities. Uh, but there are a few tried and trues. The uh, the flasher gremlin is back, <laughs> right? From the yep. first one, a few uh, of the gremlins are. I guess kind of back from the original. I don't know how. I guess yeah, it, I don't know how that works. How that <laughs> works. Yeah, and the main evil one still kind of has like a mohawk going on. Right. Yeah. This yeah. one is uh so instead of he's his name is Mohawk, not Stripe. Oh, right. Okay. From the from that one. But yeah. It's not the same. And he is stripe <laughs> uh Mohawk turns into the spider gremlin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. just is well, really sadistic towards Gizmo. Well, like you yes. mentioned. The- like what I what I said too, right? There's this there's a science lab that has all sorts of different things just laying out uh, that all the all the beakers or whatever are are clearly labeled with what what's going to happen to the gremlin. Like the spider, the one who turns into a spider from drinking the the spider potion, it's got a big creature's spider on it, so you know what's going to happen. Yeah. All right, there's that one. There's the one that drinks some like brain tonic or something, and then all of a sudden he can talk. So he kind of becomes a leader guy too because. He could, he's the one who can talk he's, and communicate. I, I, yeah, after that, he does become kind of the main one. But he's also my favorite gremlin. Yes, he's my favorite. And I love he's, the one that drinks the fruit medley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vegetables yeah. growing out of his head. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, he, and, he hide, and he hides at the salad bar to scare <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. 
Uh, that that one's good. But the, the the best the one of the best ones. It's not my totally rad moment. I have a different one for that. But the, one of the best moments I think is the actual. There's a guy that's basically plays a wannabe grand. He, he's reenacting uh, Grandpa Munster, right? In, yeah, in that, that's one of the characters. Yeah. And yeah. and just like Grandpa Munster, he's there to host like a Saturday night. Uh, mo- mo- you know, old movie marathon. Yeah, like and an Elvira. Or an Elvira, but so back in the day, uh, Grandpa Munster used to do that. It was called like the <laughs> Scary Saturday Movie Fest or something hmm. along those lines that that he used to do, and uh, so they, they were kind of making fun of that or, or kind of bringing that out with. Uh, God, I can't remember the the character's name. Grandpa Fred. Is what they called really? him. So they totally, uh, wa- they totally wanted to get the guy who played Grandpa Munster because I'm pretty sure he was still alive then. He probably, he probably just couldn't do it. So they're like, all right, we'll yeah, get this guy. Exactly. Call him Grandpa Fred. Call him Grandpa Fred, right? Yeah. So it, 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 when he does, he decides he grabs some random Japanese tourist to become oh, his cameraman. No, not just a random Japanese tourist. It's the guy from 16 Candles. Yeah. yeah ge- ge- duck ge- Geed Watanabe, I think is the guy's name. Yeah, it's uh, that guy. Yeah, it's that guy. Very famous in the '90s for and '80s, right? As the he's the Japanese actor <laughs> from that time period. Um, so he gets him as a camera, and they're doing the interview, and he's talking about civilization and how how gremlins want to be civilized. And one of them keeps coming up and is like mah, 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 into the <laughs> thing, and he just pulls out a gun and shoots it. And he's like, "See, and was that civilized? No, it was not." But. <laughs> I'm going to start investing in canned food and shotguns. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. He's, well, he's got the best lines in the whole movie. He really does. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's one of my favorites. I do like the original, like four that eventually become just because, uh, if, if you know their names, uh, so there's, there's Mohawk and then they're also credited as, uh, I think, Daffy is one of them. Oh, he the other one is the one. the, the oh, doof, yeah, dirt yeah. one. And then there's there's yeah. what the the kind of dumb but really strong looking one is called Lenny from uh, of Mice and Men. So there's uh, I forgot about the dumb yeah. one with the derpy eyes. I love the yeah. one that like goes crazy. He's got like isn't, the eyes that are just like yeah. Isn't that the one? Head. So right. So uh, Billy's there and. He he tells uh, Phoebe Cates. I, I don't know her name either. <laughs> or he tells he tells his girlfriend to go find Gizmo because he's like in the drawer or something. So she goes to find him, but clearly she doesn't know who Gizmo is. So she gets the derpy looking one. She gets Daffy. Yeah. She's yeah. Da, 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 da. That, that, like, what do you mean? Thing. This is a Gizmo. <laughs> Looks just like yeah. Gizmo, but he's got the crazy eyes looking all over the place. Yeah. yeah so yeah, they're George and Lenny. Yeah. How could she get that from? One? Yeah. The, the other, the third one, or the fourth one, I'm thinking is George. So George and Lenny are from Mice of Men. Okay. Right. If you ever, if you guys remember, you know the which way did he go, George? Which way yeah, did he go? I know right? what you're thinking of. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. So every out of everything in the movie, so th- there's great scenes. I, there's too many to pick, but I, I want to bring up a couple of things. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the scenes in this movie specifically address some problems that audiences had with the original Gremlins. The one that kind of I think just in my mind that, that hits it is the idea of when Billy is trying to explain to everybody the rules of, of oh, gremlins and the yeah. security center. And they're like, 
well, that's arbitrary. Like these rules yeah. are really weird. What about daylight savings time? And well, like, he gets a seed stuck in his tooth, and yeah, then he yeah. finds the seed after twelve o'clock. Yeah. What happens yeah. then? Yeah, what happens then? They start to go in these weird rules, which you you know was one hundred percent them addressing the fact that those were questions that somebody probably brought up with the thing. Also, the whole original plan to stop the gremlins is, you know, tricking them into being nighttime so they think they're going to go yeah. out and they'll all congregate right but that the whole thing is if they they get killed by sunlight and gremlins couldn't you just wait till the next day you know like True. You just wait till the daytime and kill them and like that was the plan in this one the 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 original plan to kill them all was uh just you know trick them into thinking it's nighttime and open yeah, up all the four windows o'clock in, at four o'clock in the afternoon yeah so. But right, but a storm came and totally ruined yeah. that plan because it was cloudy. So yeah, oops. and the like rain. you said, why? Did, I mean, I guess I guess if you would have tried to wait to the next day, right? That they they there were so many of them because there there were like they show like a like a big uh, overhead uh, shot of like the lobby where they're all kind of waiting to go outside. There's there's like hundreds or thousands of them. There's a lot. So had they had they gotten out right, if you weren't able to keep them inside that building, it would have been chaos. So I yeah. guess that's why they're like, we got to do this right now, man. Do it, do it now. We can't let these things get out no. because they're little monsters. I do like, um, what is it? John Glover, who plays the the boss, right? He's oh, he's yeah. the Elon yeah. Musk of this building, right? Yeah, he's the, he's the, head, the head of the, he's head he's of the company. Clamp. He's, he's, clamp. A little, he's a little, yeah, clamp. Yeah. He's, he's a little eccentric. He's got his hands in everything. He's got crazy ideas. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he, kind he, of wacky. He builds cities. Like yes. this thing, like that's he's very much like a 1990 Elon Musk. Yeah, yep. uh, I like so, how he he's set up at the beginning to be kind of like, oh, he's going to be like this antagonist or whatever, but actually ends yeah. up being like yeah. one of the the main like instantly turns when he finds out uh, after putting one through his paper uh, gremlin through his paper shredder is like, all right, we got to stop these things. Like, I'm all in. What do we have to do? Yeah, you don't even like see him until halfway through the movie. And yeah. all of a sudden he shows up and he kills a gremlin instantly. Yeah. He's in that one scene like early on where I get, he came out of his office for the first time ever and he goes yeah. to the art department where <laughs> Billy like, works. He's like, oh, oh he's yeah, weird. You're right. He's like, I need to come down here more often. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, never <laughs> been in weird. this place. Yeah. yeah. It was weird. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's, it's very interesting. So I, I think with, with having us all in here, I, I want to get into because with the movies that we talk about, we have moments that we love and movies or moments that, that we just don't care for uh, in, in every movie that we see. We call these the totally rad and totally bogus moment. I want to get into these because it, I, I will honestly say this movie is too wacky to even describe. We could talk so much about it, but I think getting into the specific things that we thought was the best and the worst is, the, is the way to go. I think that's a good so, idea. So I want to start with... Uh, the uh let's do the totally rad moment first this time cool like totally rad so okay nate as you're the guest <laughs> totally rad moment for you I, I want you to start so what is the the if you had the thing like the one moment that you would want to show everybody Oof. as your favorite to uh um to highlight this movie what 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 is that scene what is that rad moment for you I think it's the uh, it's the interview with the smart one. I remember I remember watching <laughs> yeah. that when I first watched it. I just cracked up. I had to like rewind it and watch it again, just because what he says and the delivery of killing the other one. 
<laughs> it's just so on point. Uh, that's got to be my totally rad moment because uh, I love that moment. It is good. That is one of my tops. <laughs> it's pretty it's good. Boring. It's just so good. We're civilized. <laughs> yeah. like, but was that civilized? No, that was no, not. No, it was not. <laughs> and that's like but, shortly after he uh, has the brain serum. It's great. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that one. Um, Larry, what about you? Uh, I've got like four. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. If you have other ones, Nate, we can go through. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've got. Yeah, I've got a few moments that I love. I'll, yeah. I'll do one. Then Scott does one, and then we go go back through that. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll go through it. Yeah, that works. So I guess if I had to pick one, uh, my first one is going to be the Hulk Hogan scene, right? So <laughs> at, at at some point, uh, the Gremlins mess up the film that we're watching, right? So they they, they break the film, they break the tape. Uh, break the DVD, break the streaming service, whatever. <laughs> but they interrupt the movie, uh, and it takes us into an actual movie theater, um, which is which is funny too, right? Because even because uh, a mom comes out and complains, and the guy who works at the movie theater is like, "Yeah, I know, I know this, I know part two isn't as good as part one." <laughs> like, really, we're watching part two. Um, but then then that guy goes into the movie theater. He's like, "I need help, um, sir." Sitting there in a bright yellow tank top. <laughs> With their back, to, you know, back to the camera, uh, stands up and it's Hulk Hogan. He's like, "Mr. Hogan, I need your help." And Hulk Hogan does the Hulk Hogan thing, right? Rips off his shirt and gets the Gremlins to to fix the movie. So, uh, yeah, really weird, kind of like randomly placed in there, but it was a it was a fun scene. It was funny. Look, I remember when I watched that as a kid. That scene was different. Um, so it was actually it was actually the Gremlins playing a like Wild Wild West movie. Oh, okay. And and then they were in the movie, and they end up getting killed. Yeah, and true. then it goes back to Gremlins two again. So when I saw that this time on HBO Max, yeah. I was like, "Whoa, this is weird." Yeah. So, this is. so here's the thing. So Nate, that I was going to bring up a, a, another fun fact about the movie. Just you know, random trivia. There are two versions of the movie. There was in the theaters. You saw the whole Kogan scene. Okay. If you watched it on home release, because oh. the whole night didn't make sense to have a theater on a home release, yeah. they had it where it looked like it messed up and went and played a different segment and then re-messed up and then comes back, right? To the movie. So they had two different versions. We just lucked out that the HBO Max one, they actually played the theatrical version. That's which funny. You could, if you have the DVD of Gremlins 2... Uh, there's like a secret menu if you click on one of their claws. I think there's like a secret way you can play the theatrical one to get the whole Kogan scene. Nice, interesting. Yeah, we we definitely had the VHS when I was a kid. Yeah, which makes sense. It's it's really weird that they that they thought like, hey, people who get the VHS or rented a blockbuster, they're not going to get this whole Kogan scene. Yeah, like right, yeah. they're not they're not in the movie theater. They're at home on their couch. So we're going to think that's they not made it fly. They made it like somebody taped over a part of the VHS, right, to make yeah. a different movie. Yeah, it's almost like they spliced the film together with something else and then ran that. <laughs> right. And then like, the gremlins in the scenes killing yeah. each other. Yeah, Tyler Durden style or whatever with the yeah. thing. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's that- cool like little intermission. Yeah. Uh okay. So mine is Gizmo is Rambo. Yes. When he's when he, yeah. when he finally decides to have enough. Because yeah, you know, he's been pushing around and he puts the headband on and he makes yeah. the bow out of the, the paper clip and the flaming arrows yeah. and he goes to to take on Mohawk, right? Like that's yeah. Spider Mohawk. Uh, yeah, Spider Mohawk. Yeah, that was gonna be one of my favorites and, too. And sets him sets him on fire. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, so that, Rambo style. You know, it's yeah. like so 
good that way. He <laughs> comes out of the vent <laughs> and he saves he saves Phoebe Cates and uh, I don't know the actress name, but the, the character is Marla Bloodstone, right? How can you forget Marla Bloodstone as a name? Marla. Uh, so, all right, so Nate. You said you have a bunch here. What's what's another one? Because we'll, we'll we'll go one more time around. Yeah. Uh, my other one is probably the um, the bat. Well, no, not the bat. Oh gosh. Are you sure? What about the bat? Right. So the the guy drinks the bat serum or whatever. Yeah. And he okay, flies the out of the building, and there's yeah. the Batman symbol. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's why I was gonna say the bat because it shows the Batman symbol. It's like a throwback to another Warner Brothers film at the time. Which was 1989 time, Batman, yeah. yeah. So it was, it was yeah, definitely a, the Batman moment. It was cool, and I, I love how he like injects him with the sun serum. I mean, he could have been like a dangerous bat, oh, yeah. And then randomly gets coated in concrete, goes on the top of a building, and solidifies. It's like okay, well, that's the end of that one. That one, the only one that got the uh, the sunscreen. Yeah, that right. Too. That was the serum, like you know, the, the genetic sunscreen. That one was just dumb. Oh yeah, it just happens to be there, right? Like yeah. yeah a, and then what was the point shot. of showing that if he can't use it anyways? You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. like you it said, goes, he died right. He, I mean, it worked, and but he, he goes died he, right away. And he goes in and bothers Murray Futterman from the original. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even remember that guy. Right, it shows him. He's the, he's he's just the random guy in the street who who uh, kills the bat gremlin. Um, and then, like, he goes towards where the building is, and he's like, oh, no, those are, I think he's talking to the CEO, he's like, oh, no, those are gremlins. I'm like, how does he know that? And then, oh, yeah, okay, he goes inside, and then he knows Billy. I get it. Yeah. So, yeah, if you, if you don't remember, because he, it's kind of, it's not, you don't actually see him die, but he basically dies in Gremlins, so it's weird that he's back. Oh, but really? I think, yeah. I don't, he, remember. I don't remember. He's the one that has the, uh, I think, the snow plow that throw through oh like, yeah yeah okay yeah. so that's right um all right so that that's that works so nate i am very glad that you brought up the, the gargoyle because that one is i yeah that was good that was a fun terrified and the fact that it just goes on a building and instantly yeah. dries it's just is, silly. It's, it's, gone. It's, it's silly it's yeah. it's so silly but it it's it's a fun thing so all right yeah larry another one for me uh so i've got two quick ones uh yeah. the most important one is phoebe cates because she's awesome um <laughs> Just, just Phoebe Cates, uh, and the other one is uh, I lost it. Oh, uh, we talked about it when the CEO guy, right, the boss guy, is in his office, and the one gremlin shows up, and he just shoves him through the paper shredder. <laughs> just right. shoves yeah. him, not a little bit, just you know, toe to head, green goo all over the place. And then those people walk in his office, right, Billy and the other guy, and he at first he kind of acts like nothing's happening. Um, he's yeah. at first he's totally chill and he's like, yeah, you know, this is, this is okay. And then they start talking about how, how we're, they're getting taken over. And then like you guys said before, he's just all, he's, he's, he's all in. At he's, all point. in. he's like, all right, we got it. We got to do this. What's the plan? Well, because um, like that guy's like, you could be the savior of the city. And he's like, savior right. He wants the, yeah. Yeah. he wants he the glory, wants, man. He wants the glory, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it goes through. Ah, okay. So now I got to think, all right. What do you got? I love the whole scene with Microwave Marge. First off, I love Microwave. Oh yeah, Microwave Marge. Yeah. Love she microwave is Marge. a great addition. <laughs> Some people use a little sherry. I use, I a, use lot. a lot. No. Oh, like just just a drunk lady who does microwave cooking TV commercials, right? And then like the pot and and I mean that's where the gremlins come from, right? They set off. They put pans in the microwave, sets off the thing. Sprinklers come down and gets them. But the fact that 
Daffy pops out of the pot and he's like, dur, dur, dur. like I just it's ah like, I love that whole scene with microwave part. Yeah, she's great. Another I'll do another quick one because I think it's funny. I Go love the it. elevator scene when yes. he gets the 38. elevator 38 and then going down, going down. Like, yeah, like yelling going like it's like a hundred miles an hour. She's flying up in the air. And then uh it ends up just squishing them all at the end. Yeah. You're like, oh <laughs> they all get squished. Phoebe's fine. Everything else is dead. Yeah. And then those two ladies who are waiting for the elevator see that Phoebe Case is all busted up and on the floor, and they're like, mm, "We're okay. We're just going to wait for the next one." Yeah. And then they walk away. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't help the poor lady. Yeah. <laughs> just oh. no. Like a lady covered in green goo. Yeah. No, we're out of here. All right. So that that was enough. I love microwave Marge. Uh, let's go through Nate, Larry. Do you guys have any other totally rad moments? No, I'm good. Yeah. I think we've okay. said the, the best ones. Well, Perfect. the stock scene, the stock market scene, where they're, is, where they're on the phones too. and all the gremlins yeah. are like making like, stock. Ah, like, buy, yeah. buy, buy, sell, sell, sell. Yeah. Yeah, I'm investing right. in canned foods and shotguns. That's the best one. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's yeah. a really good scene. Again, with the smart with the smart one. And, just and again, the whole movie. again, with just the most random things inside this one building. Yeah, yes. like a stock, like, okay. uh, a stock office. Stock floor. Literally, like TV a city studios, a yeah. yeah, yeah, everything, everything. Well, I mean, I mean, that's why that's why they chose it, right? As as the uh, scene or scenery is, you can literally have everything inside this uh, New York City skyscraper, and they did. I would okay. live there. So, <laughs> well, not now. Yeah, I, uh, like that. I like that. Come on. So, yeah. okay. Actually, I actually have one more I need to bring up. We need to bring up uh, the hilarity that ensues with. Um, Robert Picardo, who played, I think his name is Forrester, the head of security for the building. Oh, yeah. Who there's the girl gremlin that just falls in love with him. Uh, oh yeah, that and guy. I just love the scene at the end when she's she's in the wedding dress. She finds a wedding dress that somehow, and she's they're playing the uh, wedding song. She's like, and she makes this weird noise, and she's like inching towards him, <laughs> like. That was uh that was a little creepy, Scott. Yeah, it was a little yeah, it was. But, yeah, but she does like if you watch she it, does, like, though, she does a weird little like noise as she's stepping by. Well, well at the end she does like the same kind of noise when they do that New York song yeah. and they like prop oh, her yeah. up and she's wearing that like really scantily clad dress, like which is a little weird because they really sexualize this like female gremlin and give her boobs and stuff. It's just like, um, all right, you guys took that a little too far. Maybe <laughs> you, 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 a little did bit. Go, you did go a little far with that one. Uh, so, so before we get into the, to, to the bogus moments, we do need to talk about the ending. Cause I do actually think it's, uh, quite enjoyable the way that they decide to, to finish it. So we got to bring it up. There's yeah. the electric gremlin, right? So one of them drinks a genetic thing to turn him into electricity and they trap him in the phone system. And so Billy has the idea, since they can't use sunlight to kill the gremlins, what they'll do is he sets off the, not the fire alarm, he takes like a fire hose and sprays them all down, gets them wet, and then zaps them with the uh, the electric gremlin to kill everybody. Yeah. Uh, and it has some of the most graphic melting scenes. It is like just it, a it whole is. thing of nasty gore. There is one in particular, though, that gets me every time. It's the one dressed as a witch, yelling, I'm melting, I'm melting no. all the world. And does the witch from Wizard of Oz. I yeah. think that's... That's pretty clever. Like, yeah. Pretty. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely amazing. So that 
the, the, the little like idea of how they, they end the gremlins. So the original idea I think was, was planned was that they were just going to fill the building with concrete, like just from top to bottom. But then somebody was like, CG is pretty cool. Now we can do uh, this electric gremlin. They're like better idea. <laughs> he electrocutes them all. Um, all right, so let's go into the totally bogus moments that we have. Ugh, totally bogus. So, I'm going to start off with this one and say, there's not go actually ahead. a lot that was really that bogus for me for this movie. Even on its dull parts, there's still something weird and enjoyable. And it, it's batshit insane in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I, I there's not a whole lot bad uh, that that I can say, right? There is one thing, though, that I have a big problem with. In the original Gremlins, Mr. Wing, right, kind of played this, like, mystical, magical character, right? He's there at the beginning. He gives uh, uh, Gizmo to the Peltzer family, right, as the pet. And then at the end of the movie, he shows back up magically, takes him back, right? He's like, oh, I told you you weren't ready or whatever, and takes him back. He kind of played this mystical kind of character. You think maybe is he even like a human? You don't know all that much about him, and I like that way. This one starts off with him refusing to sell his shop, which I thought was weird because it was implied that it kind of moved, right? Refuses to sell his shop for this other development that's going on, and then ends up dying. And, and like it, it really took away like the mystery of that character that you just find out he's just a dude. Right, like yeah. old dude. So this is old dude who coughed. Um, yeah, it, it, that that's it. Like it, you kind of make it sad because I like I liked him being more of the like a mystical magical character, right? Because you have this whole idea of you know the Mogwai and the Gremlins and everything. Like it to me, it just it made me sad because I really liked him in a different way. So that 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 was my totally bogus. That's the only thing I can really say I had a problem with. Uh, yeah, like they, it's like they wanted to bring him back, but they didn't know how to do it. Yeah, that's, that's all. And because he, because he, like you said, he had Gizmo, so they kind of needed to bring him back and they did like, he's, he's quickly written out of the the movie, right? He has no, he has no uh, significance other than he has Gizmo on his desk. That's it. And he's got a cough and then he dies. I've got two bogus moments, Ooh, but bogus. I do ag- I do agree that the overall the movie is just very enjoyable to watch. It's one of those movies you can kind of just have on, and it's just fun, you know, because yeah. like it's just it's stupid fun. It's good stuff, and you don't really get this anymore in modern day movies where a movie can just throw a bunch of puppets at it, and you know it's actually pretty enjoyable and it's a good time. Anyways, right. bogus moments. Uh, the first bogus moment is when. Uh, Phoebe Cates, Kate, when she takes the wrong Mogwai home. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, what the? How, how do you think that one with the loopy eyes and the, the <laughs> like just yeah, going crazy? Super crazy. Yeah. Like, how can you think that is Gizmo? Gizmo, like, almost saved your life in the first one. Like, he was a big part of them getting out, right? Yeah. Like, she should have seen him more, or at least yeah. had, had more. Like, because when the husband got home, he's like, this is not Gizmo. What, what's wrong with you? Wow. Yeah, and, Man, he doesn't uh, like Phoebe Cates either. Phoebe Cates is amazing. Dang. And then Just Ed saying. says, in her defense, Phoebe Cates is not exactly a smart person. Ooh. So, well, not necessarily. We won't say like Phoebe Cates isn't the smart person. Like the, her character okay. in that yeah. Kate 
is kind of dumb. Like, yeah, right. Like she has the scene about why she doesn't like uh, President's Day with Lincoln's birthday, similar in the, the, the vein of her rant about why she doesn't like Christmas, right? Um, yeah, Phoebe Cates, the character that she plays, not yeah, yeah, for yeah. herself, but the character she plays is kind of yeah. a ditz. But yeah, you're, you're right, Nate. Like, you, you'd think that she should know better. Um, yeah. Was uh, was Gremlins 1 before or after Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Does anybody know? Mm, I feel like it might have been I just say before. It's after. I want to say it's after. Th- this one Fast definitely would before. be. Fast, I feel like Fast, Fast, Times Times Times, uh, Fast Times at Richmond High is 82, and the original oh, yeah. 84. Yeah, so yeah. Fast Times was first. So she was already kind of a, a star, right? She was at least yeah. pretty well-known when, when Gremlins 1 came out, and she was probably like a fading yeah. star when Gremlins 2 came out. So, probably. yeah. Um, so, all right, what's your second one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the second one is that this movie endorses rape. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the female the gremlin rapes a man. Yeah. Well, not at the very end. At the true. end. At the end, but, when when the scene in question happens, he d- he does the whole like. Eh, eh, eh. All right. All right. There's that moment leading there. up where you can tell he's just like he doesn't want it, and she yeah. is just all over him, like, ah, don't worry, big guy. Yeah. <laughs> She's like kissing him. That's when you really don't want it, and she just won't take a hint. It's it's a very ag- sexually aggressive lady gremlin. Yeah. Like it, it's very yeah. It's uh, it is true. It, it, she does give off some some rapey vibes to to force her chases him basically throughout the movie. Yes, yeah. She's like always on his ass. Yeah, she's she always getting it too. I mean, persistent pace. Yeah, persistence pays off in that one. He's covered with all the the lipstick marks. Yeah, end up getting married in the end. Yeah, with the the wedding thing. So here's where I think is weird though with that whole scene with the lady gremlin is it's shown that she wasn't down when she got sprayed with water, right? Because she's she's the only remaining gremlin, right? Even though she was down there and somehow quickly got back up, whatever. The top floor with the wedding chapel um, question, right? But yeah, (laughs) she is a little rapey. Uh, Larry, let's go into yours. What What are your totally bogus moment or moments? Uh, I think I only have one. Um, you guys brought this one up before too, um, and I know you liked. I, I didn't. I didn't really like the guy, uh, the gremlin who could talk. He was okay. I, I like sure. Like the scene Nate mentioned about uh, right the interview that was pretty funny. But in general, I didn't like the fact that the one guy got smart, uh, and I definitely didn't like the uh, musical number at the end. Yeah, the New York, New York. Like, that's my bogus moment. I, I didn't bring up New York, New York only because I knew you would hate that, Larry. It was, yeah, like, it was a little bit ridiculous. That's when you can see, like, oh, my God, there's thousands and thousands of unique gremlins, right? Like, the one guy's even got, like, a, a no gizmo t-shirt. Yeah. I'm like, where did you get that printed up? And how yeah. fast? Where did where did the little one find a wedding dress or the sultry yeah. dress? And or I, I the brain one found a suit? I can only imagine yes. that like there's probably m- many hours of gremlin scenes that got cut. Like they probably just filmed a whole bunch of different stuff and they're like, all right, hopefully some of this stuff makes it into the movie. I, the, to, to the question of Larry's point though, at what point in the movie did they go, you know what? This really needs to finish it off. A musical number, not just them singing. Not, yeah. Not just them singing though. They're like, we need to, uh, have them do a full-on choreographed song and dance to New York, New York. 
So yeah, I thought that yeah, was. Yeah, he was just saying that there was, was a Rhino a, Gremlin that got cut. Oh, that's weird. Brownie and Penny Gremlins got cut. Oh yeah, there was a bunch of them that were were cut for. Uh, did you? I wish I wish there was like just another reel of all of those. And I was going to say this when we were talking about uh, the girl Gremlin and the man getting married. They could have done Gremlins three, the new new batch, which is half human, half Gremlin. Ooh, that's creepy. Yeah, that would be scary, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they'll ever make like a Gremlins three or a Gremlins reboot or? I mean, that was nineteen eighty four. I don't yeah. think we're going to get one anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, I, I wish. So, but there, I just, so, so I think they've basically not given up the license for it, but there's been a lot of like fan films that have been made that have been really? like Gremlins three, and I think there was even I don't know if there's actually a version, but I remember there being talk of a uh, TV show that was like a prequel hmm. that followed Mr. Wing and how he got uh, Gizmo, but uh, that, I'm not. Sure. Like I, I don't know. Like that's what it is. But yeah. Uh, oh, uh, that'd be cool. It'd be like the discovery of the three rules. You know. Yeah. yeah a little backstory. That would be. Yeah. That'd be Why, cool. yeah. There's also uh, there. There's one that uh, a story that somebody made where Gizmo becomes a gremlin. Like he eats after midnight or whatever, and uh, but it's, maintains his like nature. And yeah. So. So, uh, Funko Lover Thirty says that gremlins are so cute. And she's right. Like they should totally merchandise them, right? Like, um, does, like throw them on a T-shirt, make dolls, wait, make those suction cup hand guys, and put them on the back of cars. Yeah. That part was really funny too. When uh, when the CEO boss guy meets Gizmo, and he's like, he's really cute. Let's do all these merchandise yeah, yeah. things. Like, get on top of this. You're gonna make so much money. Like that was funny too. You can actually um, buy uh, Gremlins figures from NECA. They make yeah, them. I saw one. I, I saw one at uh, Target yesterday. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, I know that movie now. Yeah, they have like, a whole bunch of them too. They have like a, the Flasher Gremlin. They have like the Christmas ones from the first oh, movie. Yeah. They even have like a Mogwai. Uh, I mean, a Gizmo. I, I love. Uh, it's cool. We're talking about the best ones. It's the Christmas Caroler ones <laughs> from the first. Oh movie yeah, that are the. I, the, the I think best. they they actually made the Spider Gremlin too at one point. Did they? It was like a big one. Yeah, yeah. That would be crazy. I don't think I've ever seen that before. There's some pops yeah. too, right? But like Funko made the girl and there's a couple gizmos, I think. Uh, including the car. Like the there's a pop ride, which is pretty mm -hmm. cool. Uh, we got a couple comments from the chat. Uh, Elizabeth says, that would be awesome if they made another Grimms movie worth watching. Yep. And Fox Pixar Media really wants us to talk about the WB logo. Did <laughs> yeah. you guys notice something Fox, different Fox with the Pixar, WB? I mean, he is so persistent. I appreciate your persistence, my friend. <laughs> I don't, but, I don't know like, what, the, I don't know what that is. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen it at all. Sorry. Yeah. Chuck yeah, Jones sorry. went on board and did everything about the WB logo. Yeah. I mean, according to Fox Pixar Media. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, so he came back in and did like I know that they he he did they brought Chuck Jones back to do all the animation for this, but who's Chuck uh, Jones? The Looney Tunes guy? Looney Tunes guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why they have the opening, right? The 50 year anniversary oh. opening for yeah, okay. Daffy Duck and, and Bugs Bunny and everything. That makes uh, sense, I guess. Cool. So cool, cool little little setup. So all right. We've we've been going through this, but it's now time to do the ratings. Nice. Now, again, I, I bring this up every time. 
but I feel it needs to be said. We're not going to rate this based off of just general quality of the movie. We're going to go based off of how well this movie holds up and does it still entertain us today like it did back then, or in Larry's case, seeing it for the first <laughs> time 20 years, today. 30 years after it came out. Uh, how well does it did it hold up for him today? And uh, uh, let's start with Nate. Out of five, how do you rate Gremlins 2? Um, I definitely like Gremlins 2 more than I liked Gremlins 1. It's one of those movies that just hits that nostalgia button for me. I'm going to have to give Gremlins 2 a 5 out of 5. It's a classic. It's one of those movies I don't get tired of. Yeah. Nice. My brother My brother also has a, a much love for it. We used to watch it together as kids. So it's just one That's of those cool. movies that I've known forever. That is very cool. That's why I had to be here today because I was like, all right, I got to show my respect to Gremlins 2. And so before we go in and get anyone else's thing, so Ed, hold on, because I have an idea. Cool. and We'll bring it up on the air here for, for what's love, next. I love Ed's suggestion. Yeah, it, it's they're good. But I have uh, Ed's suggestion. We, we will get to, to the one that he asked for, Maximum Overdrive, because uh, oh, yeah. he sent it to us. Um, <laughs> it's, the, it's the movie that almost killed... <laughs> Totally <laughs> movie podcast. Yes, we will eventually get to that one. But I have another one that I want to 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 step in that is very fond for me. Uh, but let's let's go on, Larry. Out of five, oh. what is your rating? Uh, so I really liked it. I, I really liked the first one too. Probably would give the first one five, even though you didn't ask. Uh, but I'll give the second one four. It was four four stars. Uh, it was enjoyable. It holds up. It's still weird, um, but it was a, it was a fun watch. That's all I'm really looking for. Perfect. And I'm actually going to agree with Larry. Yes. I give it a four. For a lot of the same reasons for Nate, right? Like it's it's nostalgic. I can watch it today, and I'm as awestruck as it was back then. Like it's so goofy. I, I appreciate it more as an adult because there was a lot of adult humor that you didn't get as yeah. like, when it was a kid coming out. But I, I very very much enjoyed the movie. So yeah, four four out of five for me. Cool, nice. So, yeah, it was a good movie. Good movie. This is this is. I mean, maybe not the second one, but Gremlins one was one of the movies that I was thinking of. Uh, when we first started this, I'm like, because it was on Netflix at that time, many, many, many weeks and months ago when, when we when we started this this totally red movie podcast, uh, and I'm like, oh, I kind of want to watch Gremlins. So Gremlins was actually part of kind of my inspiration for wanting to do this podcast. So yeah, uh, real quick while I'm talking, I'm not going to stop, so I can do a shout out to Brian Rainey. Oh, Brian, what's going on, man? Brian Rainey. So what's Brian, up, he he prefers Gremlin ones. It's that nostalgic Christmas movie. The Gremlins one is a great Christmas movie. It's definitely not. I mean, I, I said I'd prefer two more, but Gremlins one is still a great movie. I, I, won't, I won't turn down Gremlins one, right? Like, yeah. that never will turn it down. But Gremlins two, I think, for me, is the is the better one, just because it takes the idea, concept of this and goes off on the deep end in a really great, crazy way. Uh, so... Before we go in, and Larry, I'll let you do your thing, and you do all the, oh, the yeah. fun stuff here. Uh, as I was going through and trying to convince the wife to watch some of these old movies with me, I found another movie from my childhood that you may or may not have watched. Uh, I'm leaning towards a no, but what, probably what not. You got? <laughs> but it's something that I I really want us to talk about in this movie. It is the 1992 classic, Mom and Dad Save the World, starring. <laughs> Jeffrey Jones and John Lovitz. That is a classic. Is that the one? I, I think I talk, told you about that. You did. You brought it up. Where yeah. it's like there, there's puppets. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I so I haven't watched. It. I started it like a long time ago. Um, 
when I was washing my hands with soap today. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that needs to be a bingo square for SDS guys too, by the way. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. So I started it, but it looks ridiculous. Um, I think that, and you've seen it before. I definitely have not seen it. I love, I love John Lovitz. He's a, uh, he's he's pretty great. So uh, I'm down with checking that out. Uh, and like you mentioned, and Ed mentioned, we probably still need to watch that Maximum Overdrive with that big Green Goblin truck too. At some point. Yeah, we'll, we'll watch Maximum Overdrive. But I think next we're gonna stick with the weird uh, comedy stuff is Mom and Dad Save the World. And to everyone's point, it is available on HBO Max. Oh, perfect. To, to watch. Oh, per- so that's it's, awesome. It's it easier. So it makes it really easy. You don't have to wash your hands with soap. To, <laughs> to, uh, uh, Which is good because I just, I just tried to do that to look something up and it didn't work. So <laughs> yeah. sometimes sometimes it goes down. And then yep, I get a little that's sad. A great choice, guys. That's a movie I haven't seen in quite some time. Yeah, it's I definitely cool. recommend a watch. So I remember doing this like a sleepover at my grandpa grandpa's house and we rented that movie and he had no idea what it was and we watched it we're like what the hell is this uh fox pixar media also brings up airplane 2 i think at a certain point since we did the first one we will have to go back and watch the second one yeah i, I but we just I wanted, did Air- I, want- I mean it was like six months ago but we just did but because <laughs> airplane two, part of airplanes to charm was they reused a lot of the stuff from the original one. Oh, okay as part of the joke is that it's the, the same stuff happening again and, sure. and the idea of sequels are just the same thing rehashed right so like I would like to keep it a little bit of, of space in between them uh, so yeah so that's it so cool so I say we do mom and dad save the world then maximum cool. overdrive I think we got our next yeah. two ones locked in uh, so I am I'm totally okay with that so I think uh, I think as we wrap up, uh, we're gonna do a raid on on Twitch. So so stick with us. But really, if, if you're watching live, uh, but super important, uh, Nate, uh, you you've been here before on the Totally Rad Movie Podcast, but you've had some big news, podcast related news since then. Uh, I heard a rumor that you have a new podcast. <laughs> what, what, what's that all about? And where can we <clears throat> find your new podcast? Well, thank you, Larry. Yes. Um, I have a new podcast with my buddy Prime to the First, who if you follow the STS guys, he's been on there quite a few times. Uh, me and Josh talk about all things toy collecting, uh, you know, new pre-orders, toy photography, the toy community. We talk about all kinds of stuff. You guys can find us on Anchor and Spotify, the Figure Booth podcast. Um, yeah, check us out. Nice. Awesome. Um, yeah, so if you can't get enough of Nate... <laughs> <laughs> he's everywhere i'm everywhere uh, now right and he'll be live with us on saturday night for the the regular sts guys podcast uh that should be fun i have no idea what we're talking about next week uh maybe that isn't uh, amanda oh. mentioned it like godzilla versus kong yes right? yes yeah. so we might be talking about that next week if, if you're interested it drops so. in two days or three days i think yeah, yeah. The, end of the month the last day of the month right so oh, wednesday yeah. wednesday oh, cool perfect plenty of t- plenty of time to watch it before saturday Definitely. Um, so yeah, so check that out. Uh, you can if you want to check out more SDS guys. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at SDS guys. And if you want to check out the Toilet Rad Movie Podcast to find out what we're watching next, even though Scott just told you, uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Totally Rad Pod. Boom. That's all I got. Showing <laughs> like a villain. <laughs> yeah. There so you go. Th- there's not a lot of. Uh, unfortunately, our friend Goat versus Fish is not live right now. Heartbreaking, uh, but our friend Cade's Arcade is so stick with us, Scott. Wrap us up, but we're gonna perfect. raid Cade's Arcade on uh Twitch right now. Oh, perfect! So, for this week's episode of the Totally Mad 
totally mad. Totally, totally, totally mad. mad. Totally I'm mad. so totally mad. Movie podcast. God, I can't even talk anymore. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Uh, we will see you next time. Have a good night, everybody. I'm Scott. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys. I've been Nate. And everybody, have a good night. Until next time. Bye-bye. Go Bye. invest in canned food and shotguns. Yeah, food and shotguns, baby. Bye. Okay, bye. Well, that was fun, I guess.